Hi, good morning, friends. Hello, hello, happy Monday. It's Cooper. I'm, uh, I'm so happy to uh, circle back here and continue having these conversations every single week. Um, believe it or not, they, they, it really does fill my cup with so many of you um, in my inbox and sharing what you've taken away from a lot of these trainings that, um, that I do uh, both online and also in my podcast. Um, so I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I love, love to hear what is helpful for you. Um, but I am really excited about today's conversation uh, because it's a very simple, very simple and actually really exciting. It's kind of an exhilarating success hack that not only has dramatically affected my sales, but also affected my life. Um, in such a positive way. And, you know, I want to offer a an actual like tactical thing that you can take with you after today's episode and, and hopefully implement it so that you can start seeing a change for yourself um, to, you know, to help you accomplish whatever it is you're trying to do right now. Um, so, before I share this success hack, I, I want to I want to be a, a transparent with you and take you back to a time when I was in elementary school and I found myself um, really discouraged uh, because I never felt like I never felt like I was smart in school. Um, I always found myself daydreaming. I was I was uninterested. I was uninterested in sitting still, you know, combing through big, you know, smelly textbooks. Um, I was definitely more interested in passing notes and connecting with my friends, um, laughing, telling jokes, having fun. Much more interested in that aspect of school than, um, you know, than the academic side. Um, and it's funny, you know, back then I kind of felt like it was something I had to do versus something that um, I could actually have a choice. I, I didn't really ever feel like I had I had a choice. And now when I look back, I think to myself, oh, my God. You know, I just had to get through if I could have just told myself, hey, you don't have to be outstanding at this. You just need to get yourself through. Instead, I spent most of that time beating myself up over, you know, failing tests time over time and just never feeling good. Like, guys, I, I got a 920 on my essay or a 980 or something. I, I actually think I took my SATs twice. And I think one time I got a 920 and the other time I got a 980. Like it wasn't pretty. Nobody had much hope for Jen Cooper. I'll tell you that. Um, but I want to share with you that I found so much success. So many, I found ways that you know, helped me close millions and millions and millions of dollars in the medical arena. Um, and even before that, to have an opportunity to be involved in the medical profession. There were things that I had to do to help me personally, because I wasn't good with the academics. I wasn't good. I wasn't textbook smart. I was more social smart. Like, I don't know about you guys, if you're more social smart or you're more textbook smart, but I was more social smart. So I had to really 
make up for a lot of my academic shortcomings um, in, in different ways, okay? And one of these, one of the things that I used to do, and I actually laugh about it now, I used to think that this was a hack. Have you ever heard of like, you know, kids when you're growing up, they say, you know, sleep on your textbook, you know, with your textbook open and through the process of osmosis, you'll absorb the material. And, you know, if you've got a test to take or something, like if you sleep on your textbook the night before, you know, the osmosis will kick in and it'll help you, you know, it'll help you learn the stuff. I actually did that. <laughs> It's almost embarrassing to say, but I'm just being a hundred with you. Like that's literally to the, that's literally how bad it was academically. Um, I was, I was, I was desperate. I would do anything to pass a test just so that I wouldn't have to stay after school and retake it or get, you know, beat up by my parents because, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting the grades and making ends meet, you know, academically, like I would just do anything to avoid that. So I literally would sleep on my textbook sometimes with them open thinking that osmosis would actually work for me. And what I learned and this goes hand in hand with my success hack that I'm about to share. What I learned was, uh, you know, osmosis when it came to that was osmosis is a very real thing. It's a scientific thing, but it was not going to help me absorb my material without action attached. And my success hack that dramatically changed my life and my business was training my reticular activating system or the RAS, as, as some of you may already be aware, you know, a lot of um, industry greats teach on this, um, have connected with this and, and, and they have taught me years and years of practice, training my reticular activating system dramatically increased my success in business. It dramatically increased my confidence, my joy, my fulfillment. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, confidence, joy, and fulfillment, you can't even put a price tag on that, man. Like that's it. That's the end game. <laughs> confidence, fulfillment, and happiness. That is the end game. Do you agree or do you agree, guys? Um, if we can accomplish that, then we can accomplish anything in business. You know, the, the financial, the financial piece, the world is your oyster. If we can accomplish those things. So when I look back at the mistakes I made with trying to take shortcuts with certain, you know, uh, certain hacks like osmosis in a textbook. Yes, I, I am a reformed stupid kid. OK, but back at the time I was desperate. So ask yourselves, you know, where are you at in business right now? You know, how how motivated are you to move forward? Because I want to share with you that this hack of training your reticular activating system, it's actually simple. And I'm going to give you one strategic thing that you can do that's actually really simple. A lot of you already do it, but you might not be doing it with such intent. And uh, and you can be the judge of that. I'm, not, I'm never going to judge you. I'm only going to be here to help you, friends. I'll never pass judgment. Um, 
But, you know, when I think back to your reticular activating system, essentially in a nutshell is that is a filtration system in your brain. Okay. We literally train our brain and train our thoughts day in and day out. Even while we sleep, we train our brain and this filtration system. What is actually important to us? what matters to us, where we are focusing, what we put our energy into, what is, is, is critical in our minds. And the cool thing is we don't like where we're at. We can literally unthink our way out of it. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. We can literally unthink our way out of it. Okay. And we do this by training or retraining our reticular activating system, because whatever we focus on, friends, have you ever heard that, you know, what you focus on grows, right? Like if you're focusing on the money you don't have, if you're focusing on the friends that are wronging you, if you're focusing on the boss that you hate, if you're focusing on the job that you are exhausted by, if you are focusing on those things, those things will grow. You will become more broke. You will find more opportunities to not like your boss. You will literally go to work and know almost you will, your, your, your brain is going to go to work proving to you before you even get there that you're already not going to like it, right? It's crazy. But when you do, when you think, okay, I don't want to feel those things. What do I want to feel? I want to feel that the world is my oyster. I want to feel and believe that I even though I don't know how I'm going to get there, I want to believe that I can get to a, a top position in my company. I, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I believe I will get to, I will grow to a substantial income with my, with my current side hustle right? Like literally, like we want to be looking at our job. If there's people that we don't like, start to look at the things that you do like about those people, right? Instead of being so dead certain on what you don't like, because when we can do that, what we focus on, my friends, is going to come to fruition. So when I, you know, my thoughts way back in the day, like in my early adulthood, my friends, uh, I was, I trained, I was toxic. I was sick. I was sad. I was tired. I was lost. I was depressed. I was attention seeking. I was, you know, I felt like the world was always happening to me rather than for me. So it's no surprise that I was literally broke. And because I trained my brain how to, I trained that reticular activating system in my brain to register that I never had enough money and I never had enough friends and I never had enough of the right things happening. I literally trained my brain and that poisoned me, my friends. Like, have you ever looked back at some of the hardest moments that you've grown through in your life? And if you've stayed there for an extended period of time, you look back at those times and you're like, man, what was I focusing on during that time? And I don't know about you, friends, but the hardest times of my life, I was focusing on all the things that were wrong. I was focusing on everything that just simply was not going right. When I lost my father at a young age, in my mid-20s, 
I thought to myself, how unfair, how unfair that the world would do this to me. How unfair that the world would take somebody so good out of the, out of existence when they did so much good for other people and especially me. Why would the world do that? Like I literally focused all my energy around the fact that, you know, all the the young people, my young friends around me, they still had their parents. A lot of them still do. And I that's all I could focus on. And what did that do for me? It kept me sad. It kept me sad and ungrateful and unappreciative for an extended period of time. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, when I when I look at now shifting towards my business, when I look at the times it was hard enough for me to get ahead in my business, it was when I was when I was trying to stay comfortable and I was avoiding risk. If I was comfortable and avoiding risk, that kept me I'm just going to be honest. It kept me plateaued. It kept me uninspired and it kept me from earning the income that I truly imagined and I truly deserved. So I literally manually by retraining my reticular activating system and also ongoing maintenance of what goes in my ears, what I'm seeing with my eyes, the words that I'm speaking out of my mouth, I manually adjust all of it literally every single day, all the time. And want to know the number one hack that I'm going to share with you now? So when it comes to a success hack, I look back at every um, major bonus opportunity that I earned, every major you know company reward trip or excursion or vehicle back in the uh, medical, in my medical days, I look back at every one that I earned and I can promise you that there was an image of some sort about that goal or about that dream, about that scary thing. There was some image about that on my backdrop of my phone. So I want to ask you guys, what's on the backdrop of your phone right now? And why, why the backdrop of our phone? Because on average, we look at our phone over 400 times a day, over 400 times a day. And get this, back in my medical days, I had a BlackBerry. There wasn't like these really, I remember when the iPhone came out and I remember thinking, uh, what is the point of have, being able to take pictures on your phone? Like, there's no point. I'm never going to do that. And did anybody else think that when the iPhones came out, it was like, uh, what, why do I need to have a computer in my hand? Little did I know that that would be the beginning of a turning of time at that moment. And I brushed it off because what do we do with something that we typically look at as foreign or weird or off the beaten path or a crazy idea? Maybe it's a dream that you have. We tend to almost subconsciously reject those things. So I want to invite you, friends, take a look at the backdrop on your phone, knowing that now, 
We look at the backdrop of our phone about 400 times a day. Oh, and by the way, I used to put the the uh, I used to put something on the on the case of my BlackBerry that reminded me of the big scary goal or the big scary dream that I was going after. Okay, before I could actually have a picture on the back of my phone. I don't even think they make Blackberries anymore. Did you guys ever have a Blackberry? It was like the coolest thing when it was there. And now it's like totally irrelevant, kind of like, uh, you know, MySpace and uh, MapQuest. Although there's still some people that probably use that. But in any event, so knowing that, know, knowing that uh, people look at their phones 400 times a day, I know that a lot of people's backdrop on their phone is their family, it's their animals, it's beautiful scenery. What do all of those things have in common? They feel comfortable and they're warm and they're fuzzy and they protect you and they feel good. It's almost like your security blanket. When things get really scary, you wrap yourself up in that security blanket. And I want to challenge you, my friends. You see, comfort, as P.T. Barnum says, any, any of you guys that are Greatest Showman fans, if you're not a fan of The Greatest Showman, how are we even friends? Oh, my God. It is literally a life-changing movie. And there are so many. I could literally do a year of content built off of inspiration from The Greatest Showman. I swear to God. And, oh, it's got great music, too. But as P.T. Barnum would say, comfort is the enemy of progress. So if you've got something comfortable on the back of your uh, screensaver, even if it's a goal that you're chasing right now, I'm going to challenge you again. What's going to scare you a bit? What's going to make you sweat? A little bit when you start looking at images and, and creating words and creating your own little uncomfortable, you know, sweaty palms, like, oh my goodness, every time you look at it. Because my friends, every time, and by the way, I never missed a trip. I, met, I never missed an award that I did this for. I never missed, I never missed really anything that I set out to to do. When I had it glaring me in my eyes every day, 400 times a day. Why? Because it put my brain to work, even if I wasn't 100% sure on how I was going to get there. It put my brain to work to filter out anything that didn't fall in line with that, with what I programmed it. I'm programming my mind every time I see my screensaver pop or my, my backdrop pop up. And guess what, my friends? My current backdrop, I actually put this up over two years ago. Uh-huh. Over two years ago, I started back at zero. And I got a big, scary backdrop on my phone. And guess what? 
I'm almost there. Two years later, two short years later, you see why? It scares me a bit. It makes me sweat. It makes me get out of bed. It makes me think, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but gosh darn it, I'm going to do it. And what does my brain do? My brain's, my brain registers. Okay, we're going to do it. This is where we're going. This is what we're doing. Uh, let's, let's get rid of everything that gets in our way. Okay. And literally subconsciously, even when I'm sleeping, it goes to work for me. But here's the kicker. Unlike osmosis, and I didn't realize when I was a kid that action was the key to helping me absorb any academic content that, that I would be able to. When you pair training your reticular activating system, which changing the backdrop on your phone, really easy task, right? It should scare you. It should make you sweat a bit. You pair that with action. And I'm not talking foot to the floor necessarily, friends, depending on what your backdrop is. You see every single day, you will get closer to that end result if your actions on a daily basis, not when there's a promo, not when it's the end of the month, not when things are falling on your lap. I'm talking when it's harder for you, when you don't want to do it, when life is, is, is sucking, when life is just hard. That's when you develop your skills by getting out there and doing the daily tasks that parallel that scary thing on the back of your phone every single day friends that is the key that is the key train your reticular activating system what are you seeing 400 500 times a day what are you seeing friends if you have toxicity around you speaking into you Get as far away as you can as possible. Even if that means you're on an island by yourself. And guess what? You're not on an island by yourself because I'm there with you, friends. I know what it's like to be face first in the pavement, wondering if this is as good as it possibly gets. I know what it's like to have snot bubble tears and dirt all over my face thinking it can't possibly get better than this. You're right. When we think that way, I was literally training my brain. Okay, Coop says it's not going to get much. It, it's not possible to get better than this. Roger that. Let's go to work. Let's go to work proving her right. Literally, I was poisoning myself until the moment I decided not to. And guess what? I was out there on an island and I was by myself and I got myself out of a shithole, started making a whole lot of money, but more importantly, got way happier way more fulfilled and vowed for the rest of my life that I would be paying it forward and being that person to be on that island with someone. Maybe they're in their snot bubble tears and there's maybe they're doing that right now. I vowed that that is where I was going to be. I was going to help somebody do that. Now, my friends, you may be, you may be all set with tactical and um, psychological strategies to help you grow your business. Um, maybe, maybe it's not so much the mindset that you need, but maybe more that you're looking for, that you're looking for some tactical steps to help you just close more business. I have a free training I would love to share with you. And I invite you to share it with anybody that's in your teams that is trying to become more skilled at sales. It's go to gift 
like a present from me to you, gift.closingwithcoop.com. And that is a more tactical uh, strategy to help you navigate a, a sale complete to the close where you don't feel weird and you don't feel inhuman and you don't feel like a used car salesman. My friends, maybe that's more what you need. But whatever you came to me for, just know I'm cheering you on. I'd love to hear if this resonated with you. And even better, I would love you to have some fun and get scared changing the image on the backdrop of your phone that you're going to look at several hundred times a day for a very long time. It's time to make it something that makes you scared, not something that keeps you warm and fuzzy and comfortable because the best moves of your life, the best stories that you will tell for the rest of your life never came from your comfort zone. They never felt warm and fuzzy, did they, friends? Your business will be no different. And I can't wait for you to share it with me. Can you do that, friends? Please share it with me. Find me anywhere on social media, Jen Cooper. I would love for you to drop to me a screenshot image of your scary backdrop. Let's get out there. Let's get at it. And let's create some wins and share them with one another. Love you guys. Have an awesome day.